Hey, Ethan here. This week we've got a bonus episode for you called Origins, the McLean story. We go over McLean's life, where he grew up, and uh, how he knows Hamlet and me. We hope you like it. Thanks for listening. All right, welcome to an exclusive session. Why would all of these are exclusive? They're the only ones. Well, never mind. You're on other uh, podcasts, Hamlin, so I guess they're not exclusive. I'm um, a whore. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've, uh, we're going to go ahead and do a little bit of origins. We, we've gotten some requests about people wanting to know more about us, which I thought was a really good point because between the three of us, not many people know all three of us individually. Um, they probably only know one of us, or maybe if you're lucky, you know two of us. Um, or you know Hamblin. Or you know Hamblin, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Self-burn. <laughs> nice. Ooh, those are rare. <laughs> um, what's that from? I know that's from I don't, something. I can't remember. I really don't know. All right. Well... Origins, we wanted to go ahead and I wanted to tell you the story about uh, McLean. McLean is going to be our Hello. focus today. We're going to go over how I know him, but first of all, not not yet, not yet, not yet. We're going to go over McLean. <clears throat> We're going to learn about the origins of this man and his heroic story mm-hmm. and rise to power and fall when from, from there power. There may or may not be a shitty Deadpool at the end of this. What'd you say? There may or may not be a shitty Deadpool at the end of this story. Origins. Oh. Uh, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Look, that's fair. I like X Men Origins, but you okay. fucking would. I know I you know. would like it. You probably have the. I see the poster in the background. There's no fucking, posters at all. There's in a my Dark place. Phoenix poster <laughs> signed by the entire cast. What the fuck? Ooh, actually devalued the poster. <laughs> at least it uh, wasn't anyway. a New Mutants poster. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go over what I know about McLean, the research that I've done. And we're going to get McLean's comment on all those things. We, we want to see what I know because I, I met McLean in my college years. We used to work at Geek Squad and we'll get there. <clears throat> but we got to go in chronological order. And uh, if you got other questions about McLean, feel free to hit us up. Uh, we're <clears throat> we always love to share information about McLean and not us. Yeah, we That's like to talk fun. McLean. For real, though, I do feel like a lot of people think McLean is an enigma. He is more of a quieter person. He's a force of nature. He does talk the least on the podcast as of right now, but uh, it's definitely, uh, definitely, definitely the person that you want to know more about. Interesting guy for sure. Let's let's dive in, shall we? I feel like you set up some pretty high expectations. <laughs> well, yeah, McLean. Why? Yeah, yeah. Just why don't you believe in yourself for once, man? Huh? Why don't you try that? Okay, uh, see if that shoe fits. Is McLean an figment of our imagination? Yes. (laughs) All right. McLean D. Jenkinson. We're going to start off with this name because I feel like this is already a good thing. Um, MDJ. McLean D. Jenkinson. The D stands for dub. Okay? Dub. It does. I never have heard that name before. I don't know. Like, that's it. D-U-B. It's on his driver's license and everything. Wait. Mm -hmm. For real? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. Are it's you not parents terrible. like anime fans or something? <laughs> no. Yes, his, no. his sister's sub. <laughs> <laughs> sub they like her more. <laughs> Do you know where uh, your middle name came from? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's a very Since unique you name. You probably so, get asked all the time. Yes. So yeah, Dub was the name. So it was like the nickname of my grandpa. So mm. the my father's dad, his name was Donald, but everyone called him Dub. Um and everyone liked it, so they decided to keep it in the family and name that my middle name. Oh. Um, and then my first name is my grandmother's maiden name. Yeah, your first name is definitely a last name. It is definitely a last name. I, uh, growing up, I had three, names. I had two other friends that had last names for first names. I was friends with uh, Jameson and friends mm. with uh, Mackenzie. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That is it. Is it spelled D U W or D U B? What the D-U-B. fuck yep. did I just say? D U W. D U W. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dub is spelled Dub. <laughs> Dub. Oh, that's that's actually how it is in French. 
I've been watching <laughs> Arthur lately. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Try watching Sesame Street. DW. All right. I know Darkling Duck when I hear DW. McLean was born and raised in Clear Lake, Iowa. So he is born and raised in the Midwest. And those of you that don't know about Clear Lake, Iowa, it's a small town. It's got a population of about 7,500. Um, the only thing that goes on in that town is there is like one of the only lakes in Iowa. So everyone goes boating there in the summer. And I know the population just like booms tremendously. Mm-hmm. The only thing um, that happens in that town is summer. Yes, is summer. <laughs> summer happens. I, I believe I was reading um, about uh, COVID this past year and how it affected Clear Lake, and it didn't. It didn't. Uh, it didn't so everything no was still like, everybody's like, yeah, let's go for it. But I don't know how much of that is just like Iowa being Iowa, how much of that is like, oh, we're outside, we're fine. Uh, but yeah, it really didn't affect them. They still had uh, just as much business. But is that right? You were born and raised in Clear Lake? I was just kind of guessing. I just know you're from Clear Lake. Yeah, I was actually born. So I was born, then I first lived in Mason City until like third grade, and then moved to Clear mm. Lake in the fourth grade, and then was there all through high school, and then was there through um, community college as well. But yeah, uh, Clear Lake's f- uh, claim to fame is that Buddy Holly performed his last show there before he died oh, with the Big Bopper. The surf's Ballroom is the surf there. Ball room. Mm-hmm. Surf Ballroom. Surf, yeah. Surf yeah, it's Ballroom. It's pretty dope. Yeah. It's dope Have you been there? there? Yeah. Yeah, we... Okay. Uh, this is really random That why I've seen it, but we we our band, like the marching band, we would take like a, a week and go to Clear Lake in the summer and rent like a cabin and just kind of do stuff. And then on and or not in Clear Lake and somewhere near there. Forest but uh, anyways, yeah, and we and we stopped on the way back. We got like a private tour of, of it uh, when it wasn't open. Uh, so we got to see like all the memorabilia and like actually there was a show that night. So like they were setting up for the show on the stage and we just got to go around and see like they have like um pictures of all the presidents that have been there and the different musical acts they have uh, the really cool thing was they have slash's uh top hat like in a shadow box and like other memorabilia from different big red name rock bands that have played there it's pretty dope i yeah, it's pretty cool it's so big that small town gilbertville's band has to stop by there when they go it's there big deal the man mm-hmm. so kind of a big deal um, if you know what I mean, uh, yeah. well, we'll get to more about Hamlin's origin story later. We can, t- we can, we can shit on that small town later. <laughs> it's pretty horrible. Um, uh, all right. Okay. So, uh, you said you were there all the way until college. You went to, uh, what high school did you go to? I assume there's only one. Clear Lake area. High School. Yes. Clear Lake High School. Naturally. What, how big was your graduating class, my friend? I think it was like, uh, I think it was like 72, 75, Jesus. something like that. Jesus. That's huge, right? Yeah. I think there are a lot of people that will listen to this. McLean's graduating class is about the same size as my graduating class. And you're still that big too? Fuck. 67, I believe, was mine. And then your graduating class was probably half that. So the fact that McLean yeah. has the biggest graduating class. <laughs> With 75. <laughs> and it's not even big. Like, it's just. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right. So you ended up uh, graduating from there. I assume you had tremendous grades in high school. Oh, yeah. The best. Um, So good that my mom got a call once from a teacher or principal or someone saying they were concerned that I wasn't going to graduate. (laughs) Oh, geez. Yeah. You showed Because I was was not good in school. Um, Oh, my God. Logan. Hey. Enough. That's that's what they called him in high school. They called him Logan. Yeah, they called. So the teacher called and they said Logan is not going <laughs> to graduate. Is your we've had is your kid not Logan? Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. If you, oh man, oh, boy, do we have bad news for Logan's parents? He's not going to graduate. <laughs> oh, you know McLean? Oh yeah, no, McLean hasn't been showing up for years. <laughs> Please don't tell Logan. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, okay. We'll get post post Logan barking spell. Um, yeah, so I was not good at school. I did not care about school. I, I liked art and I liked band and I played percussion in band. Um, so like marching band was awesome. I did all four years of art, but yeah, otherwise I just, I was not bought in. I, I did not care. I cared more about video games and hanging out and doing that kind of stuff than, um, being creative. So, yeah, I got real close to not graduating because I just wouldn't turn in assignments. I'd 
didn't complete a lot of tests. I uh, uh, struggled at math a lot. But like everyone mm-hmm. thought I was super smart because I wore glasses. And I just seemed like a smart kid. But no. no. I mean, maybe I was, I was smart. I just didn't like school. When you say didn't complete tests, did you just like sit there during a test or what? No, I would I, I would take a test, but I would skip questions that I didn't know how to answer. And oh. I just wouldn't go back to them. So it'd be like, I just didn't complete them. It was like, uh, I, I would okay. I would leave entire questions unanswered. Hmm. So I didn't study. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's that's cool. I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. the past now. No worries. Okay. So you went to North Iowa Area Community College. Am I correct with that? Mm-hmm. The okay. NIAC. The NIAC. Or as we called it, North Iowa Alcohol Consumption Center. Mm, because it was also high school with ashtrays. Because it, was, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it wasn't... Like it was basically just because, like, for being in Clear Lake, you went to Nyack and you saw a lot of your class at Nyack. So I was like, "Oh, hey, here we all are again. Now we can <laughs> smoke on campus." <laughs> here, here so, we are again. Here we are. Um, so what did uh, you yeah. want to do when you decided to go to Nyack? What was your What was your life plan at that point? Noack. As as a joke. No, yeah, I heard Nyack too. Uh, what the so, fuck is Nyack? <laughs> so as a prank, I decided to go to Nyack. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I had no plan. I just wanted to go to community college. And so that, that's why I was there for three years to get a two-year degree. Th- the first year was just like getting the, like the prereqs and the, like the core curriculum out of the way. And then the second year, I decided to go f- um, major in uh, um, network administration. Mm. So I liked computers. I liked we friends and I would do like, you know, like LANs, local area networks. Um, and and play like Doom, Unreal Tournament game like StarCraft, things like that over over land. So I'm like, this is cool, this is fun. I like doing this. Let's learn more about this. So then I did uh, two years in that, and I graduated uh, with a uh, network in like a it was Associates of Science and Business with a focus in network administration. I think was the official title. Now this is a little hidden fact because I've known you for a while and I just know things about you. <clears throat> no big deal. But um Creepy. when did you so it sounds like something that also got you into this network administration interest was because you were already doing internet things before that and mm. running running fan pages per se? Yes, or was this that is later? true. This is true. Yes. In high school I taught myself like HTML because I was obsessed, obsessed with the show Dragon Ball Z. Right. It's like Naturally, my first who, who wouldn't be. <laughs> right. I come home every day and like I would either record it because I wouldn't be home in time to watch it from school because it started at like three thirty or three or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'd, I'd watch all of it. I did a ton of research and then I taught myself HTML to make Cosmos Dragon Ball page, and that was through that my is uh, a fucking terrible name. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's 1990s. Like this is back when what year? Like, yeah, what year did you start that? Do you know? Probably like ninety. I mean, probably like 99, 98, 99, something like that. I, I don't think 90, 97 was probably too young, but we just got our first dial-up internet connection, and it was hosted through our ISP. Um, so, you know, it was like this just rinky-dink thing, and I was like, you know, it had music on it, and it was just a black background with a bunch of pictures posted, and it's like, welcome to my page. That's crazy but that you was were like, doing that at that time. That was how so many web pages were back then. Like, have you done? have you ever gone to, like, web archive and yeah. went back yeah. to like the first instance of best buys website <laughs> like, no, it, it was no, probably the, about the same as mine like the, it literally <laughs> has like christmas like gifts on it um like it has like snowflakes coming down like it's super cheesy like this is a corporate website Jeez. and it was just terrible so i uh, I, I imagine okay because because like of di- on dial-up that ties up the phone lines for those of you that don't remember that. Um, so you'd be like, McLean, get off, get off of your Dragon Balls, because I gotta call your grandmother. Or like, or like, because like my mom would like try to understand my shit, but she'd butcher it. She'd be like, mm-hmm. we don't care what happens happening with Gohan. I gotta call your grandmother. <laughs> yeah, that's about accurate. That's um, Man. brings back some. Some good old memories. Yeah. But then it like great. evolved and it became Dragon Ball Unlimited. Oh. Like so we so we fast forward several years. Don't worry, there was a I name change, everyone. We solved that, that problem real quick. Mm-hmm. And it was yep. like 
it was legit. Like I had like uh, this huge community following. I had like staff members. Like Funimation would send me like free stuff in the mail to review on my website. What? I got like I got two hundred bucks a month from Google to have their ads on my page. <laughs> I mean, this was like a legit Christ. operation. That's, yeah, that's legit money, especially mm-hmm. then. Like now, I'd fucking be pumped for two hundred bucks a month. Right? Jeez. Yeah. So, so what did they just get a hold of you from? Finding like just seeing your stuff posted around, or like, I seem it was that? just a personal call from Bill Gates. Oh yeah, and yeah, just asked to send the check. It first exploded when um, there was this mag. I still have the magazine. I should like tweet a picture of it or something. But it's a yes. uh, it's it's called it's called like Dragon Ball Z Beckett. It was like a by the Beckett magazine, and they had a section in there called Top Ten Fan Websites, and my site was featured. So As number. I, well, 10. <laughs> yeah, but, but hey, I was in there. I was in Doesn't there. Doesn't matter, count it. <clears throat> it counted. So like I woke up one day and I was just flooded with emails and like I would sign on to AOL Instant Messenger and was getting spam like what is going on? And people were like, "Hey, I saw you in the in such and such magazine." And I'm like, "What is this magazine?" So I ran out to Sam Goody RIP, which is no longer it's with us at hot, Southbridge hot, Mall. In Mason City, and oh, I bought okay. one there, and I was flipping through it, and I'm like, "Oh my god, my site is in this magazine." That was crazy, mind blowing. And then after that, I got contacted by Funimation. I got Google Ads on my page. I was getting like six thousand unique hits a day. Uh, it was Holy crazy. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that's my right. piece. We, we should act like that's nothing and pretend that we have that many listeners for our that's podcast. <laughs> 6,000, yeah. Okay, all right. So like did a you, Monday, right. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I Did you that. have right. like, was it just like a blog or did you have like a form on there or? No, it was basically just a just like a uh, like a resource for Dragon Ball information. Like here's a timeline and here's an episode list and here's all about the different characters, like a bio for every character. So like the wiki, wiki fandom of. before they had like wiki, that stuff. Yeah, it's like a wiki page, but before wiki and then. Man, I had a forum, which was the big that, that was the biggest draw was the was the Dragon Ball Unlimited forums. Like, um, I knew people there that met. Like, I knew this guy. I forget his name. I think his name was like Duo or something. But he met his wife on my forum. I actually he actually ended up flying out to Mason City to meet us because one of my friends at the time was also one of the people that worked on my site. His name was Jet. Um, and uh, yeah, we uh, so we like met some of the fans and. I don't know, it was crazy. But then, so eventually, though, it died because, I mean, the community started to die down because, like, the hype behind Dragon Ball died. And then my forums got hacked, and, and they and they just basically took down the forums. And this was before I really knew what I was doing. Like, I wasn't, this like, was a before, professional webmaster. So it's this like... Was bef- this was before the Facebook hacking as well, where, like, you just left your webpage open and your mom was like, hacked, hacked. love you, XOXO. LOLO. You'll never yeah. guess who. <laughs> yeah, so they took down the forums. I didn't have any backup. My host, the the, the, the uh, company that hosted my website, did not have a backup to pull from. So it was dead. And I, I just posted something on the site that was like, hey, forums got taken down by someone. Not going to reopen them. Community was dying anyway. So... Hmm. D- do you think it was the number 11 gunning for your spot? <laughs> and they go, fuck it's this like guy. I didn't 10. make it. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I'm I, like, I can't take down nine. But uh, I think 10, 10. is, is murderable. Is right. Yeah. He's right. I'm in that area. Dang. Could you imagine, the, though, somebody did ride. that out of spite? They're like, fuck this guy. It probably yeah. was, because why would someone do it otherwise? I mean, there Word were people them? out there that. I mean, like the whole. I mean, the whole thing was a community of sites. So it's like there was just people out there just being, being dicks, and there was like a lot of speculation and drama behind who they thought did it. Ooh, who's you know, who did this? And there was like this infamous guy from a certain website that was doing things. You know, was, I don't remember any of this any of these details, whole, unfortunately. But Austin's whole confusion is. He doesn't understand why someone would do that on the internet when his main line on any of his streams are is "Don't be a dick." Dick. <laughs> Which is no, just, I, man, he just can't wrap his head around that people would be mean on the interwebs. <laughs> Where what circles do you run in with the fact that that people aren't mean, man? First off, I don't run. Uh, <laughs> First, this of all. circle is very <laughs> mean to me. Actually, <laughs> I am also wearing my "Don't be a dick" shirt right now. <laughs> 
Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. I thought maybe in the infancy of the internet, people weren't assholes. Apparently, I am wrong. I was mm. wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess not yeah. infancy, but you know. I yeah. Don't know. Well, That's the first young. social media came out in 1997. And it was six degrees is what it was. I was just doing a paper on that the other day. So I think that's funny that like this stuff is it sounds like, like a right boy after. band. Uh, that's 90 degrees. I six believe. degrees. No, but six degrees, you know, like so just six guys. Mm. Whatever. Mm. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All it's right. a million getting, dollar idea. Getting back to McLean here, because this was this is about we're learning about Dragon Ball Z, first of all, which to be honest, I know nothing about. And I think that'd be a great podcast. We'll have to talk about that later because if, if you want to hear McLean spew some Dragon Ball Z knowledge, that'd be some real good one. Or maybe I'm I can quiz McLean. Uh, we'll try and stump him on some stuff because he'll there act like he doesn't know when he has all of his pages <laughs> memorized. Um, so you went to Nyack for a couple of years and then you moved to Cedar Falls, Iowa. Yeah. Uh, where you started to work at Geek Squad in Waterloo. Uh, where, what, what made you move to Cedar Falls? What, why did that happen? Um, well, after I graduated NIAC, I wanted to get a four year. So I originally was going to go to North Iowa, or no, I'm sorry, University of North Iowa to get my four year in computer science. Mm-hmm. Um, so I moved to Cedar Falls and so I didn't have a, I didn't have a job for like the first like three, three or four months, something like that. I just went to mm-hmm. school, um, and then I got I, I applied at a whole bunch of different places. Like I applied at like Target, um, Walmart, like just like the main, just like the staples for college kids to apply at. Anywhere I was taking apps. And then I applied at Best Buy. Yes. And I checked in with them like two or three times and they never said anything about it. I was like, hey, just checking in to see if I was accepted. And they'd be like, oh, I don't have anything right now. I'm like, okay. And I, and I would like walk out all the time and uh, finally got a call from him, though. Funny thing is, I originally applied to Best Buy to work in media, like video games and music. Yeah. So I went in for an interview and they were interviewing me like the GM at the time was interviewing me. And he was like, you know what? I think you'd be probably better, you know, over at our tech over at our tech bench is what they called it at the time. The tech bench because Geeks would have just taken over. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, what's that? It's like, oh, you just take phone calls and you fix people's computers. And, you know, with your background, I think that would be better for you. I was like, oh, OK. Dang. Let's give it a try. So, Damn. yeah. <clears throat> so I started that as an occasional seasonal for the like for the holidays because they were originally going to let me go. And then it came down to it. And my supervisor at the time uh, recommended me for like a full part time position instead of occasional seasonal. So right. they kept me on. It's funny, um, for those of you that do know McLean and me that are lucky enough to know two people here, you probably know us from Best Buy or Geek Squad in Ames, which we'll get to eventually. But this is the origins of McLean's Best Buy story, which is really what you're here for. I mean, let's be honest. It's <laughs> yeah. funny, uh, the store you worked at was 379 in Waterloo, Iowa, uh, which I worked at as well. Um, quite a few years later, but it's funny that you say that you originally applied for one job and they're like, actually, let's do this because it literally worked out the exact same way for me where it was like, hey, <laughs> when they had that music section and they're like, hey, yeah. we need somebody for the music section. I applied and they're like, okay, but you know a lot about computers, so we're going to have you work in the computer area. How's that How's that sound? Uh, oh, okay, great. And bam, man, 379, represent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Representing. What, what year did you work at that one? Because I... I mean, like, I was probably shopping there when you were working there, and I had no fucking clue. You're talking to me? Yes. Yeah. Or, or yeah. What years oh, did I, you work there? I started in 2004. It's funny that you in... say that, though, Hamblin. Oh, sorry, McLean. Go on. Sorry, he asked you a question. What, no, from no, 2004? Just, from 2004 till 2012? Oh, definitely then. Yep, there, it would have been 12. Duo. 12. 12, Because yep. the only... The, is there a Best Buy in Cedar Rapids? Is that the there next is. closest one? Is yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's and that's forty five minutes away from me, but it would be like over an hour from the one that you were at. So yeah, that was the one that we always went to because it's a, you know. It's so funny that weird. you say that, Hamlin, because that's spot on. Because we found out McLean and I later when we worked at Best Buy in, in Ames that I actually went in and I checked something in to uh, to McLean. He was the one that signed off on the ticket. I had my Xbox. I had the 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 Red Ring of Death. Rip. 
Red Ring of Death. Holy shit. And so I brought it in. McLean, we looked up the tag and we're like, holy shit, those are McLean's initials right there. (laughs) Right there. And I I didn't think that Geek Squad would be able to help me out. I didn't have anything. I just had all the parts in a box because I kind of tried to open it and made sure I had all the parts. And then I put it all there. And then he was like, yep, we'll get it taken care of. And I thought I was never going to see that Xbox again. And it was fucking repaired. And that is what gave me hope with Geek Squad, man. I was like, okay, cool. This is a pretty cool place, man. Took care of it. I didn't have to pay a dime. It was under manufacturers, but that's irrelevant. Man, oh, that was (laughs) so crazy. Um, Yeah, that's crazy how that works out. That's that's fucking nuts. Here Um, we is. And you ran Geek Squad for... So you were there for almost 10 years because you left in 2012 yep. and I started right in 2012. Oh. Um, so I think we would have... Be, we barely missed each other, yeah. um, which is funny. But um, you started yeah. as a part-time, but then you ended up running that, right? Oh, yeah. So I ended up part-time, went to full-time, then became a senior in the department and then became supervisor or uh, DCI is what they called it. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, then I was supervisor for I think like four years before um, I was like, oof, like I need to figure out what I'm doing. So I really didn't want to, because after a while, you know, Geek Squad wears on a person. Oh. It really does. Preaching Especially to the choir, when you're running things. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Preaching to yeah. the choir. I'm just like, oh God. Um, so yeah. Like, eventually, I was like, you know, what am I doing? I'm just, like, kind of – because I was like – because I stopped going – so I, I stopped going to UNI because I switched my major back and forth, like, three or four times. I was just wasting money. I didn't want to keep wasting money, so I just stopped going to UNI, and I just kept working until I figured it out. Well, years go by, and I'm like, okay, I should probably figure this out because I'm not really going anywhere, and I don't want to work at Geek Squad forever. So I decided to apply. So, so I wanted to do like something with graphic design. I wanted to do um, like web design primarily. I didn't know what graphic design was at the time. It's like, I love doing my website back in the day. I want to do more of that. I like designing websites. So let's find somewhere that can give me a degree in web design. Unfortunately, at the time, there really wasn't any university that offered that kind of thing. But Iowa State had a graphic design degree that featured web design classes. I'm like, cool. I'm not really sure what that is, but let's go for it. I was like, I'll be in and out of there in like a hot minute. <laughs> Unfortunately, so I transferred in like 90 credits to Iowa State. But Rick and Morty meme right degree, there. In and out, graphics degree, 20 <laughs> minutes, quick adventure, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> no. But unfortunately, their graphic design degree is a mandatory four-year program. So even though I I like started as a freshman. So I, so I start my first year at Iowa State. I started as a senior. I transferred in so many credits. Um, but anyway, I was going to quit Geek Squad and just focus on school because I'm like in, I'm ready to learn. I want to do when this. you moved to Ames. You said when you're yes, doing I moved that? to Ames. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what that made same you, day, what made so you that, choose to go to Ames? We never talked about that. I want to know what, what made you be like, you know what? I'm going to Iowa State. I'm going to go back to school. Like, what was the big motivational factor there? Oh, that, that you already said, because they had the program you wanted. Well, they did have the program, but I started... Right, but like the so push I, for that program, you know? Yeah. Well, this is kind of funny, because I... So I lived like in a little studio apartment, and I would come home from Geek Squad, and I would just like, like crack a beer and just watch binge watch shows or play League of Legends or something. Uh, but my internet was so shaky in this studio apartment that I played it, I couldn't play League because it would just randomly go down. So I so I would like either play just you know first player game like single player games or I'd binge watch shows. So I, I was watching Blue Mountain State at the at the time. Uh-huh. I came home one night but like after I'd been kind of thinking about this already and the episode was on where like their team wins this big championship or this big game. I don't remember if it was a championship and there's this riot that occurs. It's it's like the riot episode and they're all like running for their lives and they go into the goat house. Um, you kind of have to watch BMS to understand that, but they go to the goat house and they're hiding in there. And one of the, and, and one of the guys is like, why are they rioting? We won. And it's <laughs> one of the cheerleaders was like, some of the biggest riots happen 
after a victory. And she rambles off a bunch of schools as examples. And she mentions Iowa State. And for some reason... Sure. Yeah, yeah, You're getting yeah, ahead exactly. of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For some reason, like, that that just triggered me. I was like, you know what? Like, right there, after that I episode... Wanna pa- I want to start a riot. I want to start a riot. <laughs> where where so, can I go to riot? So you um, show up to Iowa State and say, Hi, I'm McLean. I like to party. Let's set this down. <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 no. I'm Rod. I like to party. I'm the only one that parties. <laughs> no one here parties but, but you. And me. <laughs> and me. Um, so yeah, that was an interesting trigger for me. <laughs> Yeah, that is, that's a real interesting one, that's man. Very interesting. <laughs> Most people, I mean, hey, shout out to Blue Mountain State. It's super inspirational, yeah. but not <laughs> how you necessarily not thought in the be, way I you guess. think. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So you moved all the way to Ames. You got accepted there. You had a bunch of credits. Did some of those not transfer? Or so they all transferred in. You had a, a, a fuck ton there, but mm-hmm. you were a senior, even though you had to still go for. However many years, four, four years. years, right? But here's a funny story, though. So back, so rewind, as I'm getting ready to leave Geek Squad in Waterloo, I was going to quit <clears throat> Geek Squad. But the as day, like everyone those... tries to do in their life. Everyone <laughs> yes. tries to quit you Geek Squad. You try to get out, out and they you, just you reel you back Best in. Buy, in general, you try to quit. It just can't be done. And you're around for another another go around until you really quit the second time. But here's, the, like, here's why, though. So that when I was... I was just like, it's one, it one of my final days at work in, in Waterloo. And the district man, like the services district manager just happened to be in the store that day. And he came up to me. I was still, I was still supervisor. He came up to me like, Hey, I hear you're quitting or you're, you're leaving to Ames. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm headed there. He's like, can we, con- can I convince you to stay on? They need a supervisor right now. And like, you could go and run that place while you're doing work. I was like, you know, I, I really want to just focus on school. Um, it's a design degree and it's like infamously time intensive. I'm not going to have time to work full time as a supervisor. He's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, would you consider at least just like repairing computers as an ARA? <laughs> this is when the four zone concept was just coming out. It hadn't even hit Waterloo yet. Like oh. we had just learned about what ARAs are. And that was like what everyone wanted to do. I just want to be in like a, <laughs> so this was like an advanced repair agent. That's what that stands for. You basically sit in the back and you fix computers all day. That is the best job in the entire store of any Best Buy. Besides <laughs> arguably one of the appliance repair dudes or like one of the design guys that goes from home to home. But truly ARA is the job that you shoot for. You want to work to get there and you just go in, you repair computers. You don't even have to talk to the public. You just have to deal with other Geek Squad agents, okay? They tell you what the person out there said their problem is. You run the test, you run the software, repair the computer, and give it back to them. It is choice. <laughs> it is very choice. Um, but I was like, yeah, okay, I think that's, I think I could do that. Um, but then, you know, it was funny because like I went there and that was the first day that Kim had started too. So it's like me and Kim literally started the exact same day oh i didn't or, know or maybe nothing's maybe she maybe st- maybe started like a week before mm-hmm. i don't remember but we were both very new kim was our boss at geek squad for mm-hmm. those that don't thank know you. Sorry. Yes, you. thank you uh, she was our boss almost the entire time that both of us were there um yeah forced to be reckoned with um all right yeah. where where am i here okay so that's where you and i met when you started working at Geek Squad in Ames. And I worked on the dirty sales floor, so I didn't know you for a while. And that was where this is where things kind of get a little intriguing. Uh because Dragon. this is this is where it's a where our relationship starts to form. So you were at Iowa State, I was also at Iowa State working at Best Buy, wanted to work for Geek Squad, but had was working at the Waterloo store after you left, and then all of that stuff there. And then I show up in the next year, the fall, whatever it was. Um, we didn't know each other for like the first year that we were working at Geek Squad. Because, or first year that I was working at Best Buy, you were working at Geek Squad. You were behind the counter the entire time and like back behind the mysterious curtain as the great wizard of, of Ames. And mm. I was in the back selling the computers and telling them McLean would be able to fix it if they had problems. So... 
the first time that I remember actually interacting with McLean was when he came back to the the Apple section and was wondering about the MacBooks and was 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 asking questions about those. And I knew he worked there. I think he was in his regular clothes. I and I, I like to think at the time. Oh, I okay. Maybe, I le- maybe not. Because I think I was legit. I was legit asking questions because I wanted to get a Mac for my Rome program. Right. So I was going yeah. to Rome. Yes. So you're about to study abroad in Rome, and I was trying to get into Geek Squad, um, and you were asking me questions. I felt we got along because of the fact that like I wasn't trying to sell to you. You were asking questions, and I was just being genuine. I was like, "Oh, okay, cool, yeah, I guess that makes sense." And I knew what I was talking about. Maybe I'm just making it up and seeing what I want to see. You can correct me if I'm wrong. You probably don't even remember that interaction. I remember the interaction. Um, was it pleasant? I, I'm trying to remember if I if I was in work clothes or not because I remember like. I can't remember if I, if I went in there and I was looking at him. I'm like, oh, God, like, I got to talk to this. Like, this guy doesn't know who I am. <laughs> like, he's going to come up and try to, like, hard sell me on this thing. I just want to want to look at him. Uh, but I think it was because, like, like literally anybody hard sell any me on anything. Buy. Yeah. Just like, I was just hey, like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Just fucking leave me alone, leave man. Me alone. Let me look. You at know, the regular things. thought. He doesn't mm-hmm. know who I am. That's the takeaway. <laughs> Ethan didn't know who I I was. <laughs> Sorry. Just the way he said that was funny as fuck. Uh, uh, yeah. But. No, I remember yeah, talking about that. Talking about the computer and. Good. I don't know if I. I don't think I bought one that day, but I think I got it off Apple.com. Ethan, you suck. In the end. My impressions Oof, of you were that you were rip. this god in the store that like. Oh yeah, you don't know McLean. Everybody knows McLean. And I was like, I I don't know McLean, so I guess I'll be nice like to this guy. We'll we'll see what's going on here. He was he was a hermit. He would emerge from his cave, and it was just like, ooh, a rare sighting. I wonder what he wants. And then he asks you a question. You're like, be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool. <laughs> it's a MacBook by Apple. Don't <laughs> fuck Apple. it up. It's by Orange. God damn it, Apple, Apple, Apple. <laughs> shit, shit. Stupid, stupid. Um, and then you ended up leaving for for Rome shortly mm-hmm. after and right when you left is when I transferred up to Geek Squad and I was working up there so you and I never really interacted um, on that end I remember frequently trying to like get in good graces of people up there and I would hang out up there and be like mm-hmm. hey what's going on like talking to Kim trying to get my foot in the door there and yep. Kim would constantly tell me don't let him back here if he's back <laughs> here kick him out and it's like I just I hate kicking people out because I don't want to be a dick. But like it was legit. Like Ethan cannot be back here. Like if you see him back here, tell him to leave. <laughs> and then he left to Rome, came back, and there I was running the entire Geek Squad, just in a Geek Squad, outfit. actually running it. Like, but you know, in a happened? Geek Squad outfit, in a true Ethan fashion of what's going on over the top, and yeah. Yeah, you probably didn't, not that you didn't take that well, but I imagine there was a bit of like, did we forget? Did we forget this man's an idiot? Did we, did, did everyone bonk their head at the same time? Or did like is he- Thanos like snap and all of a sudden got, got desperate? All of a yeah, sudden, pretty much. Geek Squad? Yeah. McLean left and everything went to shit. So I guess the standards dropped, not at all, if, if I'm saying so, but other people may argue they dropped significantly. And then McLean came back and the glory days of Geek Squad started. <laughs> yes. Glory Pristine days. condition. Uh, that's Man, that was great. no longer cared. <laughs> McLean was working back, w- repairing the computers uh, back behind the curtain, and I was working in the front. So I would deal with all the people figuring out what their issues were, and I would take the problem to McLean, and McLean would be like, Ethan, what the fuck does this even mean? I don't know what you're talking about. That's mm-hmm. not even a problem. Why did you say internet out on, on, on this? That, that, doesn't, that doesn't work. I so, can't connect to the Wi-Fi. So are you paying for Wi-Fi? Well, no. no. Why would that to? matter? Oh mm, man, what's that? Um, I'm sure you heard the dumbest shit ever. I mean, I'm sure it was like uh, there's a like, fuck. It's in this, the Ninja Turtles animated movie. It's like, like, have you tried, uh, you know, unplugging it or plugging it back in? No, I'm not trying to play hard to get. And he's just like on the phone. <laughs> I love that movie. I love that movie. Oh, it's great. God. It's, it's good so one. underrated. I, just I love that movie. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I'm glad. Yeah, but this is uh yeah, that was the glory days because 
I think that was like that was the uh, the arrival of Suicide Monday, wasn't it? It was. We bonded over, so we knew each other. McLean was like, "What the fuck is wrong with this kid? He's a little over the top. Why is he here?" Everyone told me to keep him out, and now. Now, apparently, all of my hard work for the past six months of training this stupid dog and you guys all let him into the house. What is this shit? And um, we bonded over the terrible work, specifically Suicide Mondays is what they became to be known as. I would work on Mondays. It was when we were staffed the least. And let me tell you, every old person in Ames gets their computers and gets together and is on Monday. It was like, you know what? First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get this computer taken care of. And there's a fucking line every goddamn Monday, okay? For Geek Squad, old people don't want to come in on on the weekend because they know there's there's shopping going on. There's there's a bunch of other stuff. They don't want to they don't want to bother with that whole crowd on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. We were dead the entire time, so it was it was weird, right? Oh, Monday yeah. morning, line out the fucking door, okay? And we were always understaffed on that day because there's nothing else going on in the store. We could pull from other places, I guess, if we really needed it. Not that they knew what they were doing, but McLean would also work Mondays repairing computers, and he would just have to come out and help me because it would take so long for you to get through an entire day of like dealing with these people, of working with one person, be like, hey, can I schedule an appointment and get you to come back later or anything along those lines? And it just was not <laughs> not bueno at all. Not bueno. And we we'd have like that it. we'd have that like that TV back there that would look out on the front mm. of the counter. And I like sometimes just kind of like Casually look over my shoulder to look at the screen, and you just be like buried. Just like, just reach over, just turn off the TV, and go back to work. <laughs> oh man, Ethan looks like he needs help out there. Shuts mm. off the monitor and goes back to playing on your phone. That that <laughs> sounds about right. That's about right. We uh we bonded over that again because it was just so bad. McLean would actually come out and help me, even though he technically didn't have to. So that was nice of him. He couldn't let me go through that shit. And we would actually make it even worse. I don't know why we decided to and how we did this, but we would go to Welch Ave Station in Ames, which is a phenomenal bar. Okay, Great little bar. We would bar. go there mm-hmm. on Sunday nights. And originally it started as Mondays were so terrible, we'd go on Monday nights after doing this whole shift because we wouldn't get done. We'd start at like 9, and then you'd be helping people, and you'd finally have a break around 4 when other people came in. And that was it. So like just nonstop, you don't have time to talk to anybody, you don't have time to do anything. It was it was terrible. So we'd clearly have to go drink after that, and we'd have these pitchers, and we'd just like pitchers of beer, and it was great, it was cheap, and then for some reason it moved to Sunday, and I don't know why, which made Suicide Mondays ten times worse when you're yeah. doing it hungover, <laughs> and you'd walk in and it'd just be like the hey I know what you're going through, you know what I'm going through, like grunt at the other person and not have to yeah. say anything. And Misery then you finally company. wake up at three and be ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I forget why it. I forget why it switched to Sunday. But we, yeah, we started going on Sunday, and then maybe it's because that's why. Like that's the only time like Corbin can come. I forget. Hmm. That might be. But it. yeah, I and then we, idea. we 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 get drunk, come in, probably slightly hungover on Monday, and uh, you know, have to do Suicide Monday. And it was perfect because all the old people were like, ah, Monday blues. Obviously, everybody's groggy on a Monday morning. And it was like, no, it's because I'm hungover. Who else would be hungover on a Monday morning? Monday blues because of the Sunday booze. <laughs> oh, man. We uh, we would start to have that as a regular thing, though, when we go to Welchav Station. And that's where we started to do a lot of creative projects and where kind of an actual origins of Midwest Shitfest could potentially have started. Um we would get together and we would always have a, a competition of whoever had the worst week or whoever had the best, the best week, week. <laughs> had to buy a round of drinks for everybody else there. And so then you'd, you'd go around the table and you'd say everything that happened to you, right? And then all the other people there had to be like, no, your week was the best. All right, this is on you. Some weeks it was obvious. Like, hey, I didn't deal with any customers this week. Okay, well, clearly you won. You win. Um, I think or it, what, that's why. So it, started as a, so it started as a support group. To A, get out of Geek Squad, and B, get to Des Moines. Yes. That's yeah. when we started going to station. Yeah, because we were like, hey, we're here in Ames. It's terrible. We want to we wanna be done. We want to get out of Ames, man. We're going to move to Des Moines. Des Moines was the, the bigger city at that point that we were moving to. And we all decided we were going to move out and move up. And the group of us, we were like, hey, we're all going to make it. We're all going to go to Des Moines. We got to work on this plan, this transition. Um, 
Before we even had that, though, we were sitting there. We were coming up with ideas. I know McLean would bring his like sketchbook, and we'd come up with little sketches, and we'd um, come up with just like little short ideas and things that would be funny to do. Uh, I don't know if they were podcast ideas, but just little jokes. Write them down and uh, make videos about it and stuff like that. And that's where uh, kind of a lot of that started on those Suicide Mondays, which was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were like digital shorts. I don't think we talked about podcasts at I don't all. think, yeah. Podcasts are for losers, except you. And by you, I mean the listener. <laughs> we didn't mean me. Yeah, we didn't mean it. We meant Hamlet. Um, You're doing great. You're doing great. Keep going. <laughs> Keep Made a few projects together. Um, you ended up graduating and worked for a few graphic design jobs uh, straight out of college. And then you mm-hmm. moved to Des Moines to get a job. Uh, at principal, what was the first yeah. job that you had before principal? I guess straight out of college. Uh, the print. So the first job I had was for like a contract clothing manufacturer in Perry, Iowa. Mm. It was basically I was um, one of two um, like marketers, marketers slash designers um, that was responsible solely for like some of the digital content. So like doing social posts, taking some photos. Um, I would have to crop crop pictures of like clothing that we would order in and, you know, post them on the website. So we'd have to like put logos on shirts. Um, so, you know, we did some work for like Google and some sports teams. We did a lot of um, like the three big schools in Iowa, UNI, Iowa State and University of Iowa. We did a lot of like work for them as far as, or I guess with them as far as like making apparel um, for mm-hmm. collegiate teams so I was there for about a year um, before I got my job at principal because I wanted to not have to commute 45 minutes one way every day because that, that was kind of a, a brutal commute. Oh, yeah. Um, and I wanted to do a little bit more like digital design than I was doing at the other place. So I, uh, yeah. Got the job at principal, and uh, yeah, I'm still there as of this recording date. As of this recording date. Ooh, that's um, like a threat. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so you've been there for like three or four years, though, right? Yeah, I think three years. It'll be three years. It, it was three years. It'll be four years, uh, December of this year. Dang, man. Yeah. Yeah, so you moved down to Des Moines. You had your job at principal. I was already living in Des Moines at the time. So, like, mm-hmm. I had gotten down there before you. I was working at Woolies. I officially moved down. And uh, we would still kind of get together and we'd do stuff. We'd still work on uh, creative projects. We would have small writers meetings and, and doing things like that every now and then. But we actually... Uh, one of the better things we made was uh, Quick Before the Pizza. It was a podcast, and I think I still have some of the recordings, so maybe I'll have to release some of those for a throwback. Yes. But it was just McLean and I, uh, we would order a pizza, and we'd talk about whatever was happening that week before the pizza got there. So the podcast would vary from like 15 minutes by Papa John's, good work, Papa John's, to like, I don't know, an hour and a half by Northern Lights Pizza. Nice it pizza. just depends. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was all over the place, uh, but it was fun. It was good. Uh, obviously, it, I have good memories of that podcast because you got to eat pizza at the end of each episode. Eat, so yeah, how exactly. could you not have a good time with that? That it was got great. Expensive. That was a cool. That was a cool premise. It was good. Uh, we might have to. We might have to mess around with that one uh, for sure some more. But we never actually released any, so none of them are out right now. I think we've got about ten episodes or so. Uh, we'll see. Maybe 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 if 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 Hamlin's good, we'll let him listen to one. Mm-hmm. The, the variable um, was me, the driving oh, force. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're the reason we release stuff. Because hey, we made fun of Hamlin. Listen to us make fun of Hamlin. That's that's why we release stuff now. <laughs> uh, you've been in Des Moines, mean. like we said, for the past three or four years, uh, working on company projects as well as your own creations. Um, what do you do for principal now? Because I know you graphics design. What do you but do like, here? Yeah, what's it that you do here? <laughs> Ooh, what would you say you do here? Yeah. Uh, I, right now, I'm, I do a lot of animations. So I am an unofficial title of animator. Um, I work a lot, of, a lot of digital content. So social posts. Um, I do some publication stuff as well, doing some uh, marketing materials. And then I do like these animated um, kind of like explainer videos for uh, a up-and-coming YouTube series hmm. that they're doing. So, yeah. McCoyler's is the one that has the most professional experience about social media. 
um, and posting and stuff like that. And he is the one that doesn't do any of the posting on the Midwest Shitfest page as of right now. This is true. So yeah. if you're wondering why it's so good from all the stuff that you're seeing, if you're following us on Twitter at Midwest Shitfest, it's not because of McLean. So no, not at all. It's me. Nope. It's me. <laughs> um, I've done a majority of the post, and Hamlin's done like one or two, so he tries to steal some of the credit. Wow, <laughs> classic. Ouch. <laughs> You can't, you can't, you can't lie on the subreddit when just you just kidding. see Hamblin if comments. You, if posting. you look at our Twitter, you know Hamblin's done a, a lot of that, though. But uh, don't worry, we're bringing McLean in uh, to do more of the the stuff. Um, so if you like McLean's work, if you follow McLean's principal page, <laughs> and what's follow me on LinkedIn more. crossover, yeah, fans. big crossover there. Um, you've been working on all your principal stuff though, doing creations there, and then you also been doing uh, some of your own. I know that you made like an always sunny. You do TV intros, is what you've been kind of dabbling <laughs> like, in. Um, yeah, you did an always sunny one of Des Moines, which is fucking phenomenal. It's I love that sunny one. Des Moines. Yeah, um, I just love making. I just love things. taking intros and like twisting them over to something that is uh, like. Like for me or for my group of friends or something. So yeah, it's always sunny in Des Moines. I started on a Brooklyn nine nine one, um, and I would love to like do one for like do like the Portlandia intro. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anything. So yeah, those are always little fun little projects. Yeah, that's pretty much it with McLean, man. You've heard it all. Uh, if you've got questions about any of the process. Uh, hit us up. We uh, we'd love. I'd love to ask McLean more questions and hear what he's got to say. I'm always wanting to know more about that man. Um, if you want to see him try a TV intro, where we're looking for direction there, feel free to to throw something at him. Uh, give him a challenge. That'd be that'd be good. Mash. If you want to know more about Dragon Ball Z as well, oh, McLean man. is your guy. If you absolutely love the principal Twitter page, let McLean <laughs> know. <laughs> oh man. Otherwise, now you've met McLean. <laughs> <laughs>